up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. It makes all the sense in the world. Only concern really is the schedule. They're overrated. <laughs> you think so, though? Listen, the team on paper, I can see what the highlights are. Our, our schedule on paper is tough. I just figured. But. Dog, did you see they changed the odds on winning the division? Yeah, I beat that. I was listening. I listened to like the first part of. Um, Sheehan. Watching that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, standing on. Dallas at 130, we down to 160. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, this shit is crazy, bro. Like, when you think about it, it makes all the sense. Daniel Jones isn't good. I feel you, man. Your O-line but, is you know, suspect. Flip, flip, you you know, see football. Saquon said he don't know if he's going to be ready for starting the season. Ah. <laughs> Fluky shit happens, though, Cliff. The Giants are ass, man. Oh, no doubt. I just figured they would have had the Giants a little closer. They was at like 375 or some shit. You've seen that, right? With Saquon? What? What is that? He, 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 he ain't stamped being ready for the start of the season. Yo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> i tell you one thing. The nigga better be out there that Thursday night. i tell you that. We going on that ass. I'll tell, tell you another thing. After this season, I think people are going to think the best running back in the division plays in D.C. Oh, I ain't look. No disagreement here. <laughs> and how about this? Oh, did y'all see that PFF said that uh, Gibson's upside is McCaffrey if he gets enough touches? I put that jump. Well, not that specific quote, but somebody, they put down a projected stats for him, and it was like 15 to 20 touchdowns or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's absurd. I can't project 15, 20 touchdowns for anybody, but McCaffrey type ceiling, that's uh, extra spicy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, Peter, we got to settle down with the McCaffrey talk. You but see look, how they we, be hyping the kid? I mean, look, he got a high ceiling, though, Cliff. I mean, you know that. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He's a dog. McCaffrey, but. He's yeah. a dog, but I think, I think there's going to be a lot of. A lot of people eating on this offense. So I don't know if there's going to be some one guy who has a huge year. I cut off um, Sheen and Standing when they was just getting into Diami, but like scouts, other coaches, like, <laughs> yo, this nigga. I'm sorry, man. I, and nothing against Humphreys or anybody, but if I'm rolling out, if, if, if Diami's what we think he is, that first three wide set should be McLaurin. <laughs> See you with a slot and be on me on the outside. That's just me, though. But I mean, of course it should be. But that's what I mean. That's the eventual. I I could see Humphreys getting a lot of burn early on. Mm. I mean, I mean, like, why not take advantage of him if he's gonna be around? You know. Oh no, I feel you. But I'm throwing that thing up the deuce. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what? I I feel like we almost sleeping on Curtis Samuel. I think so too, Cliff. I, Nobody's I feel like yeah, yep. I, I feel like he's been forgotten about to a certain degree, like in terms of the impact mm-hmm. he's about to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, love find somebody that loves you the way that Chad Johnson likes Terry and Curtis. He's obsessed with Terry, especially. Like, <laughs> what order are we gonna go? We we gonna go from bottom to top? 
So Eagles first, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. I mean, yeah, we, we could do that. We could just talk about the strengths and weaknesses of each team, but I have a, I have a couple of questions to ask you first, like general questions about the division. Yes, let's do it. All right, let's, let's do it. it. But yeah, this is the closest Washington has been to being favored in division since the offseason started. I don't know where they were before, but as of right now, I think this is on, um, I forget what sports book this is, but uh, it's uh, Cowboys at plus 130, Washington at plus 160, Giants at plus 350, and Eagles all the way in the basement at plus 600. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, they're creeping up. The folks in the desert know something. I don't know what they know, but they know that this is not a runaway by the Cowboys by any stretch of the imagination. And I think that they think what I think, which is that Washington might be the most stable team in the division right now. And that's because the Eagles are a fucking mess from top to bottom. The Giants ain't won the division in a decade and the Cowboys got Mike McCarthy calling the shots. So (laughs) this uncharted territory, I'm not saying that we are some uh, beacon of progress, especially with Danny Boyd to helm, but um, all the other teams in the division are not as strong or as uh, as steady as usual. And in a strange change of pace, we are the, the motherfuckers setting the pace. What do y'all think? We decide who's the end crowd. It's like, no, let me stop. Um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, I was, like I said, I was tell, just telling Cliff that, and it's funny how you let it off. Because, like, everybody always just, you know, crowns Dallas. Like, well, they're – they should win the division. They should have the, they have the stronger quarterback. Da 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 da. And it's just like, have you not been watching these guys that this past season and season before that? And like you just mentioned, Mike McCarthy is their head coach. So I never thought that the odds would get that close for us with us being plus one city. Because I think a couple months ago we were at like two seventy five or three hundred or something like that. But I mean, I guess that just means we're starting to get some respect around the country. And you know, usually Vegas is <laughs> Vegas usually knows what they're doing with this odd stuff. So I mean. To me, it's more interesting that the Giants are so low. I know Cliff ain't going to agree with that because I kind of felt like the Giants would be a little closer with us, you know, like mm-hmm. plus 350. That's that's interesting for a team that they've been hyping all offseason saying, you know, with the additions that they've made, like a lot of people projected them to win the division. So, I mean, hey, we're starting to get some respect nationally. Yeah, I hear you on that. But my next point is, and this kind of goes into your point, Corey, about the Giants and why they are plus 350 and haven't really seemed to gain any ground on the top spot in these um, in these uh, uh, Vegas uh, rankings and polls and stuff like that is because, one, they still stink in the trenches. I, I do like Leonard Williams a lot. Um, I like the boy, uh, what, is that Ojolari, the guy from Georgia? Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like him a lot, too. And they got one more Bama, too. Um, a D tackle. His name's escaping me right now, and my computer's moving slow as shit. But they stink in the trenches, offensive and defensive line. They're not that great. And also, I think the jury is very much still out on Joe Judge. I think that Giants fans like him a lot, but I think the consensus around the NFL and league circles is that he's he, who knows. Oh, I mean, nah, I disagree on that. You think you were so? That's a Lawrence, by the way. Yes, 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 yes. I only I disagree on the Joe Judge part because I feel like Joe Judge actually gets a lot of love. That because because the expectations were sort of flipped for him. He went they went into the season with low expectations. People were very skeptical of Joe Judge last year because the bar was so low. They were seen as overachievers, and he got credit for it. 
Yeah. Like him and um the D, the coordinator, uh Patrick Graham. 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 Yeah, Patrick I Graham. felt like during the season wow, the, the Giants were getting a lot of credit. A lot of credit during the season. We also got to keep in mind too. I mean, I, I know we're gonna get into this, but like their offensive coordinator is Jason Garrett. <laughs> right, right. The quarterback is Danny Nichols. Um and he's gonna have to make a major leap in order for them to, you know, clearly get to where they want to get to, but I know we But you're right, Paul. You're right about the trenches. Yeah. Sure. They they probably the weakest in the division in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Did uh-huh. they add anybody on the offensive line this past offseason? No. They got Solder back. I was about to say they got Solder back and he promptly lost his spot. Got he's Solder back. back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they went with what's his name? Matt Pert. Yeah. Pert yeah. and Andy got- Thomas. Uh-huh. Not only that, not only that, their second round pick from two years ago, Will Hernandez is, is according to a depth chart, now a backup. Behind Shane Lemieux. That is crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that you just made, like, I mean, if Soder comes back, but let's be honest, Soder was kind of declining before he sat out last season. So if we're being honest, they're outside tackles. I mean, they're extremely suspect. Like, and I'm not going to hate. I mean, Thomas had a decent game versus us the first time, first go around, but they have big expectations for Will Hernandez, Andrew Thomas, and Matt Purdy. That's three key draft picks that they made. If they don't work out, they're they're in trouble up front. But remember with them, remember to try to say Joe Judge fought the, the O-line coach. I saw that. Remember that? <laughs> so I, I, would, I would almost say with the Giants, it's like, this, okay, they, they are now a skill position team because they because the GM wants the quarterback to succeed. So they're they're very focused on giving him all these weapons. Right. So you get Galladay. Don't know why you drafted Tony Round one after signing Galladay. Right, you signed John Ross, but whatever. I mean, I yeah, I, I I'm just really <laughs> the guy who I think is gonna have a bounce back here for them is uh Sterling Shepard. I agree with that. He should be playing more inside, if we're being honest. So he should get more yeah. opportunity. If he yeah. can, if he can avoid the concussions, man. Do they have the best player in their division? Who? You know who? Twenty six. No, absolutely Hell. not. Hell no. Yeah, I mean, okay. All things considered. On and you know, I'm a. I'm a I, I I couldn't say that because he's been banged up. But, I mean, I would have a hard time saying. If everybody were healthy, he isn't the best player in the division. That's just my opinion. Like they say, if, if was a fifth, <laughs> we'd all be <laughs> the fifth. How would he be the best player in the division? You forget about four put- number ninety nine. What What about uh, Zach Martin? Mm. If we go on like your like best player, like we ranking players in the league, we the NFL top one hundred about to come out right. Who do you think is going to be the highest ranked player? In the, in the East? Uh-huh. Well, it won't be Saquon because he didn't play last year. Oh, no, yes. That's what I'm saying, though. Who do you think it's going to be? Mm, let me think about The highest-ranked player in the division. The division. Mm. We got to make sure we come back and address this, too, when they drop the list. Highest-ranked yeah. in the division. I think it still could be Dak. Or it Zach still Martin. could be Dak. You know but, they love the of Zach Martin. He's always had a high ranking. He's always usually, I mean, well, Quentin Nelson's probably the number one guard this year, but. Yeah, but do you think they would hold the Cowboys off the line failures last year against Zach Martin when making this list? Because the line at large stunk last year? 
Yeah, they have they and they usually when I rank it, they usually do have a history of that. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you all this. Let me ask you all this. Who has the best coach in the division? Washington. Slam yeah. dunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not even debate. Being a homer yeah. with hundred percent. I mean, look at the division. We got our first year coach mm-hmm. who people could I bet if that guy walked up to you right now, you'd have no fucking clue who he was. No chance. You talking about Nick Sirianni? Sirianni. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Judge, yeah. second year coach, still unproven. Mike McCarthy, he is proven. Right. Just, <laughs> you know, I'm going to stop slandering McCarthy. Right? <laughs> I, I would do this because I say all this shit now, they go fucking 13 and four or whatever. Cowboys hype, so they're gonna make him coach of the year or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy is the Andrew Wiggins of the NFL. <laughs> oh wow! Damn, I, I just—he has a lot of Wiggins in him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really, you know who McCarthy is like. And the only difference is, and the funny thing is, he might get a ring too. He's kind of like Budenholzer in some ways. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Yeah, y'all see that 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 running gag on Twitter? It says Budenholzer looks like somebody who just gambled a whole bunch of money and lost the casino and didn't really understand the, the hand he was playing. He stays with a confused face. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, how we thought I just, just have the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I mean, I don't even want to slander Budenholzer because Budenholzer is a pretty good. I would consider him a pretty good coach. Coach, no, no. Um, McCarthy's a shaky coach, man. It just is what it is. He's shaky. Let's keep keep it on it. Like you always say, you had Aaron Rodgers, you won one chip. Now you won one chip. You literally cost your team a Super Bowl appearance yes. with your decisions. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Rivera's the best. Rivera looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's also the coach currently with the most power in the division. Mm-hmm. Not even close. He's also although, the, although the Joe Judge coup, the Joe Judge coup is yeah. on its way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who has the best quarterback in the division? Obviously, it's Dak. But um, yeah, you yeah, think it's, it's a slam? You think it's a slam dunk that Fitz is probably number two at this point, or is it neck mm. and neck with Danny, with Danny Nichols? Mm. I'm gonna put. I'll just. <laughs> I'm not comfortable calling him number two, so I'm yep. just not gonna rank the rest of you. <laughs> I'm not comfortable saying this is a slam dunk of anything because you you just never know. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a to be determined. True. Well, we just went through the best coach, who has the best quarterback, and who is the best player in the division. And we, I mean, I said the Giants had the best player. You two disagree, but we were both were in agreement that the Cowboys had the best quarterback, and we had the best coach. So I guess that's kind of like why people are kind of viewing this as a pseudo three headed monster. People are. Mostly including the Redskins, Redskins, wow, Washington and ooh, Dallas ooh, as the, the top ooh, two. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I haven't done that in like a weeks, few months. <laughs> I got to put a diamond in the swear jar. My bad. No, but, <laughs> but no, what I was saying is Washington and Dallas are the two top teams in the division. And some people are including the Giants in that mix. Some people aren't. But I think that those are the three teams that people are really talking about. So let's go ahead and start. Um, but let me ask you this. One last question. Who yeah. had the best offseason? We did. We know the Eagles are last. Yes. Put them at the bottom. Fucking train wreck. 
Right. I think we, we I think we would have to say that the Cowboys are number two or number uh, three, I, I should say, because they didn't do enough to really be better than us or the Giants. Their biggest acquisition was Dan Quinn, and I don't know how big of an acquisition that really is. They keep saying that. He keeps saying Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn. Okay, we we gonna see. We gonna see when when <laughs> when, wild to me, dog. when Dan Quinn when uh we gonna see. This <laughs> nigga literally was the defensive coordinator of a team that blew a twenty eight three lead in the Super Bowl, man. Like we right. all didn't. Like, okay. I don't give a fuck who it was against. That's right. unacceptable. Mm-hmm. What's the Bama's name? Keanu Neal's in trail technique against seventeen going the the seam for six. We gonna see. <laughs> When was the last time he had a good defense? Was the defense even good? For real? It was better, but it wasn't Not like really. great. Yeah. Not really. Niggas blew a 28 3 lead. <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Hey, the, the Lions, mean, the Super- fans, Lions fans watch Matt Patricia. Yeah, no, I would say that it's just crazy because that's what he was known for in Seattle, you know, leading the, bo- the boom, the whole, you know, everything he had in Seattle. And- they brought him in Atlanta and assumed that he was going to turn him into a top 10 defense. And but who been terrible. But who really gives him any credit for Legion of Boom? Well, that's how they say he got the job in Atlanta. I mean, because yeah, remember, he went to Florida. Mm-hmm. He went to Florida, then he went, right? Didn't he go from Seattle to Florida? Pretty sure yeah, he did. Forgot he went to Florida. Yeah, he was defensive coordinator down there. Right. Their defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, we don't know much about these people. They came with Sirianni from um, the Colts. Mm-hmm. Shane Steichen or whatever his name is for offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. I don't know anything about these people. I don't know if they're running the fourth. I'm assuming they're still running the 4-3. Yeah. Uh, but like we said, they, it's a new coaching staff. So for all we know, Philly could come out, you know, they could make a little noise. I mean, I can't count them out, especially in the NFC East. You know, anything could happen. So I won't count them out. All I will say is they always have that one corner. Who's always getting cooked. And this year, <laughs> Kavon Seymour, just remember that name. They mm-hmm. always have that one guy. Who was the who is who was your man? Hmm. Paul, who went to West Virginia? Oh, Razul Douglas? Yeah. Nah, Rizzo he's in Carolina now. Douglas. He saw he saw the back of 17's jersey week one, two years ago. On bye. <laughs> Quick pass in a hurry. What's what's his band's name? Cliff. Kavon Seymour. Kavon Seymour. You want Seymour? Okay. So let's, let's start with Philly then. Whoa, whoa. Philly, 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 Philly. Uh, first off, enjoy the basement for a couple of years. Actually, let me not even, let me not even say don't, that. Don't stamp right? that yet. Let's yeah, not stamp that. that. Say that. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Every time I think Philly is going to be ass, they end up mm-hmm. giving us problems. And every time we think they're going to be good, but yeah, the thing about their team is it's the same old shit with them. If you actually look at their team on paper, you'd be like, you can talk yourself into it. Mm-hmm. Right? But you know where the Eagles always get cooked? Second Niggas day. ain't had corners since Bobby <laughs> Taylor and Troy Vincent and like Asante Samuel. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, their corners have been getting cooked. Namdi. Yeah. Namdi Asimov. Darius Slay is just is just young Namdi. Just came in all light skinned from the West. Now he's getting cooked. <laughs> Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I tell y'all? What I tell y'all? You did. Like, so if you know, I was, I was a big fan of Terry. I see that coming. I told yeah. y'all. You did call it, bro. You did call it. 
41 to Nick Foles and gave him a job promptly and thought it was a good idea. So, <laughs> so a cautionary tale, Paul Mooney Cliff over there always says they're about to be ass and they end up being ass. So let me just, let me just stop. Yeah. But you know what? This is what I'll say about the division every, every year, the team, anytime that there's a team that has been stamped is being guaranteed garbage. Never win it. That, no, that team is the team that surprises. That's generally yeah. been how it is. How it is. The t- I mean, yeah. it's a favorite, Cliff. My fault. Yeah. As favorite. the division like, keeps flipping because no one's winning it back-to-back years, it's the yep. team that's at the bottom that has been sneaking up and winning. Mm-hmm. Or the team that everybody thought was going to be trash going in. Except when it's been us. <laughs> if I'm being real. But, <laughs> but, but that's really how it's been. Right. A couple a team goes comes goes down for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then they randomly win it. Yeah, now you're right about that. You're right about that. So let me walk that back. I I do think they'll finish last in the division this year, but I don't think that they're as trash as they appear to be from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. especially to the casual fan. And that's mostly because they're still really strong up front, both sides of the ball. Last year, they were decimated by injuries on the offensive line. I think that they had the most combinations of also of offensive linemen last year by a wide margin. But, um, you know, they do have some guys. They have Isaac Sulamil uh, coming back at left guard. They have Andre Dillard coming back at left tackle. I mean, whatever you think about Andre Dillard, he hasn't proven yet to be a bum, and he is a first-round pick. Uh you know, Kelsey's still doing his thing. He was the one player last year that was healthy from right guard to have Brandon Brooks coming back. And they still have Lane Johnson coming back at right tackle. So that's – if everything is right and they stay up right, that's a good offensive line. I mean, a few of the players are getting a little bit older. Brooks and Lane Johnson and Kelsey are all over 30. Kelsey's well into his 30s at this point. But if you're looking at just next year alone, that's good enough to keep them on the right side of the, of the last scrimmage offensively, especially trying to run that ball with uh, Miles Sanders and doing some re-option stuff with Jalen Hurts. They could actually run that ball if that line is getting some push. Right, but I don't think he – Hurts don't want to leave. Wasn't there some shit like that? He, like he was crushed when they told him that they weren't they were going to try, try to move him? The issue with them is on both sides of the ball, the team is getting old. Mm-hmm. Right. At, at, their, at, the, at their strongest positions. Right. So they're just very susceptible to injury problems. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened last year. It's possible, obviously, this year it, they could be getting lucky, but all these guys are always hurt. Like, Paul, mm-hmm. yeah, names you drop, those are, I mean, those are solid players, like especially on the defensive line with Fletcher Cox. They still got Brandon Graham over there, for J- Javon Hargrave. Like, they got a lot of names up front of solid players. If they can stay healthy, like, they could be pretty decent, but like Cliff just mentioned, I mean, <laughs> oh, you, you know, football only takes one play, and as we saw with Philly last year, I mean, injuries riddled them. So they got they they definitely still got some talent up front, but they got a lot of question marks in the outside. I would say that. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, Look, but they got you. They got Devontae. Devontae in one. <clears throat> right? Are they gonna? I don't know what's gonna happen with Ertz. I assume he's gonna get cut. Right. Yeah, some for him. I mean, clearly that shit ain't happening. Let's say waiting for an injury in camp, but but my thing is like, why do they need to get rid of him? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. And he <laughs> wants out, right? He definitely wants out. Plus, they got rid of his boy Wentz. Nah, I don't think he actually wants out. Well, they well they've been talking about extending Dallas Goddard, so 
Because he's girl from there, right? Yeah, you yeah. might be. He got real. He got an interview. He was getting real emotional about that shit. I remember that. Touchdowns from twenty <laughs> yards away, nigga. <laughs> uh, USC dude, Arlington, Texas. Just be aware of what, of what you ask for, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's let's start with Dallas. Let's start with Dallas. Uh, I would ask what. Now let's go Philly to Dallas. You want to start with Philly? Okay, Philly first. We all hate Dallas. Dallas is the is our is going to be our biggest competitor. Philly probably going to be quick. <laughs> Not even it's going to be quick, but like Dallas is a team that we truly hate. Right. Yeah. They should get. We should give them last bibs. Although that team in New York is getting close. They're a close second. I will yeah, say yeah, it's perfect. So they're in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't even hate Dallas anymore because their fans are just funny to me. <laughs> Honestly, like oh no, but there are. I think the next two couple seasons, if we're talking about our team making steps forward, it's gonna be us and them. Yeah, right. Like that's gonna be the team that we're competing for divisions with most likely, because they got the quarterback. They built that offense up. I mean, yeah. we got book credit. They 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 gonna score some points now. So you might not hate them now, but that hate's coming back, Paul. <laughs> oh no 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 doubt no doubt no doubt. It's gonna come back in a way that you ever had we haven't had in a minute because it's been a while since it was us and them, mm-hmm. like truly us and them. Yep. When's the last time that we were the two best teams in the division and it was like no questions asked? Early, early year? Early I was gonna night, say like, oh, like the Griffin year <laughs> had to be. We, yeah. And we beat well, them. To- yeah, but like that was kind of like a one year thing for us. Not even saying the Cowboys are great, but like when was the last time it was like a prolonged, like they are the two best run programs in the East. And it's going to be like this for the next couple of years. Oh, Gibbs won era. Got it. Yeah, I would say the end of Gibbs won. I yeah. mean, obviously the Giants won the bowl in um, 90. We won 91, Cowboys won 92, 93. And by that point, we had fallen off a little bit. But I would say that like that three year span in the early 90s, we were like neck and neck, like as the rising teams in that division. Definitely. They did pick up Anthony Harris from the Vikings, though. Free safety, solid player on the back. Yeah. He's gonna need it. So. He's gonna, he gonna need to be on his A game with them corners on the outside. So mm-hmm. solid pickup. Yeah. One last one, one last question on the Eagles. <clears throat> Over under 850 yards um uh, receiving for Devontae Smith. I'll go over. Yeah, over. I'm gonna go over. Cause without <laughs> I mean let's keep it a buck. With their receivers outside of potentially Rager, who the hell is catching the ball? Our second Nobody wide Travis Fogum. Nah. But Fogum started I, this year towards the end of last I feel, year. I feel like the when the once the book was out on Fogum and how to defend him, he fell off big time. Yep. That's that nigga opinion. fell off when Carson Wentz went <laughs> in the deep end. <laughs> Because Carson was okay at the beginning of the year. By midseason, <laughs> that shit was a disaster, man. <laughs> disaster. We didn't mention one of their one of their draft picks, though. Played with Gibson in Memphis, Kenneth Gainwell. I like that kid. He's got some I like I know I like he's Gainwell. No, Boston Scott, and they did sign on Johnson, but Kenneth Gainwell's a guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, you can like him all day. I'll tell you right now, Miles Sanders stays healthy. Big season. Fantasy alert. Sorry. Big season. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really not going to talk about Jalen Hurts? Damn, we, we didn't even mention Hurts. Yeah, before we move off them, 
Jalen, we got to talk about Jalen Hurts, man. Yeah. So, they traded back from six to 12 and then moved up to 10. So they missed out on, obviously, they missed out on um, Lawrence. They missed out on Lance and they missed out on Wilson. They could have had my boy Justin Fields at 10. They chose not to take him. So I don't know if they're all in on Hurts, but I think they at least want to give him one year without the chance of being usurped by a rookie. But by no means did he show anything last year that would lead you to believe that he's the answer at quarterback. I think he presents some skills that are attractive. I think as a runner, he definitely is dangerous. But what do we actually think about him? What, what do we think that he could do in this offense? I guess we, don't, we need to actually know what the offense is going to look like first. Is it going to be a Frank Wright, Indianapolis Colts type of offense? Is it going to be an Oklahoma spread them out offense? Is it going to be an Alabama like power you know what they should do with him? They should use him the way Josh Allen is used by the Bills with a lot of, like, power suits by the quarterback and running opportunities. That would be the best way to use him, honestly, because he could hurt you with his feet. But who knows? But like We don't know what Sirianni and the offensive coordinator's plan is as far as their offense is concerned. Are they going to try to adapt to his skill set, or are they going to try to force the scheme, or, you know, force a scheme on a player that may not fit their scheme? Um, yeah. I'm not going to say they all in on Hurts, but they've set themselves up where – they should be able to see some things from Hurts if they really, truly want him to be their franchise quarterback. And if not, they've also set themselves up for next year's draft because they got double-digit picks in 2022. So they've first too. Yeah, they'll be – if, if it doesn't work out, they'll be in the market for a quarterback mm. veteran trade or they'll be able to get one in a draft. So, I mean, Hurts, yeah. he has an opportunity, so it's, it's, he's got to see what he can do. Yeah. Three first. They, yeah. Been, they have not been drafting very well. Well. <clears throat> Straight up, keep that in mind. Yeah, <laughs> have not been drafted very well recently. Um, and then you seeing them in the draft room. Remember, right. they were the team that was beefing the draft room. So, <laughs> Don't give no that to me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the thing with Hurts. I think we were all pretty happy when Hurts left that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that tells you something. Mm. What was that big game he had? Dallas? Was that Dallas? Mm. He had a huge game? Mm-hmm. Had a big game versus Dallas and the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Listen, the league is changing, man. Mm-hmm. If you can move, like we are we are, at, we are getting towards the future, mm-hmm. right? Because these people were so fucking racist. They were like, we're not even going to let the game evolve. Instead of letting, like, we just not going to let people who can move play quarterback. So we're going to hold the game back for decades. There's no oh, reason uh, this quarterback shouldn't be able to run. Right. Right. So yeah. there is a there is a space for a guy like Jalen Hurts in the league, man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I agree. The question is, are the Eagles a bit, like, the Eagles might be too big of a train wreck as a franchise right now. Yeah. For him to be successful. I got a hot take for you. I got a hot take. And it's nothing against Hurts, but I think what ultimately was going to happen is 2022. I hate to say it, but the Eagles are going to trade for Deshaun Watson. Oh, why would you say this on on this podcast? That's my hot take. Don't, 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 because Eagles fans will find this. And then when they do get them, they'll have us all on the summer jam screen. I don't want that shit. Have us? They're going to have me on the summer jam screen? Right, I'll be like, that, that, that's Corgas' no, 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 address and phone number. <laughs> with the glow. No, in, in fact, in fact, 
That is the kind of move a train wreck org would make. Go right ahead. That's but like they got the pick. That's it. I right, just see but, but Corey. Corey in the line of events. Given what we're currently at with that franchise, mm-hmm. and in what we know, what's been going on the last couple of years. Does it seem like a good idea for your franchise <laughs> to be trading for this player? It's like how it used to be with us. Mm-hmm. Sure, that player might be able to work out <clears throat> somewhere else, but is it a good idea for that player to come to DC? Probably not. <laughs> That's where Philly's headed. You think trading for Sean Watson's a good idea for the Eagles? I don't necessarily think it's a good idea, Cliff, but I can see a scenario where they hit the fucking panic button. This season goes off the rails and they're like, we got to do something to rally our fan base. Da, 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 da. We got a new coach. We got to get him a weapon. The, right. If, the, if it's if this is a Laurie pick, pick mm-hmm. he's not going anywhere. But you know I, what? That's that's man. why they didn't. That's why they didn't draft a quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. You don't because no one gets fired. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Agreed. You, you draft your quarterback. Yeah. But you draft your quarterback next year. Can't be traded for another Sean Watson with that old ass roster. It would be a disaster. <laughs> Let me say one more thing about the coaching staff in there and uh, folks getting fired because in a lot of towns, there aren't a lot of towns, I should say, that have as much sway where the fans have as much sway with what happens with the team as Philly. They are very vocal and they are very influential. I'm sure Jeffrey Lurie probably has a few burners on Twitter right now and listens to what the fans say. But, you know, they had Andy Reid. He was probably one of the best coaches they ever had. Had Chip Kelly had a lot of success right away. The, the coaches, I mean, the coaches, the fans loved them until they didn't. You know, then they had mm-hmm. uh, old boy Doug Peterson come in right away, a former Philly player. He won Super Bowl almost right off the bat. And then they ran him out of town. This is the first coach really where it's like, you don't really have any ties to the city. You're a first-time head coach. Like, you aren't really exciting in any way like Chip Kelly was. Like, there's going to be a lot of angry fans in that city if they go, like, 3-14. and 14. Like, like, real shit. Is he going to get a year or two if that happens? I can imagine the fans being so fucking angry if they just bottom out in a way that's ugly and messy that he doesn't even get a year or two. Depends on who hired him. <laughs> <clears throat> Although, look, we saw his press conference. Sure did. <laughs> that, shit <looked> like, <laughs> that shit looked like Jim Zorn, man. Uh-huh. The maroon. <laughs> the maroon and black. They really look, they're starting to look like us in the mirror oh. right now. <laughs> hey, hey, why do you think of Zorn doing the hip hip parade? You old hip hip parade ass nigga. Hey, Paul, that's hot for a second, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but real, like, but real shit. <laughs> the Eagles are starting to look like us a little bit. Yeah, man. So, and their roster's Rose- getting older. Howie Roseman is the issue. Paul, that's a good point, though. If, if they actually went 3 or 14, would they blame the coach or would they actually take a look in the mirror and say, okay, Howie, maybe your fucking time is up because you don't know what you're doing. This but, is not Howie. This is the shoot. owner, man. But, hey, but the, he'll be a fall guy. He got fired once. He'll fire yeah. him again. <clears throat> this yep. is the owner. Y'all read the story. That's just the owner. Yeah. Owner out here making draft picks. Owner out here thinking a draft expert. Jumping off the boat like Dan and shit. Expert. Owner out here questioning the coach, 
the next morning about third down decisions. Watching film with coaching shit. <laughs> Imagine if we heard Snyder was doing that shit. Like, like Ron, let's look, look at the first quarter together. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you know how fucking insane that is? Now, your franchise is in peril. Facts. Facts. That's why they couldn't find a coach, man. Uh-huh. I guarantee it. They were the last hey, one to hire a coach, right? They took forever with that shit, I feel like. Shoot, remember we couldn't hire a coach and we ended up pretending like we wanted Zorin the whole time? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> might be on to something. That's exactly what I'm saying. I see you and me. You know what I'm saying? I I can see it as a fan of the football team. I can see what the Eagles are doing, and I'm like, wow. That's what we used to look like. This nigga Zor was like, look, I got a phone call, and I was the offensive coordinator one morning. (laughs) Like, two days later, Serato called me and said, do I want the head coach? Like, nigga, what? Hey, hey. What, what, did, what did Ross say on the Blow Money Fast joint? He was like, look at yourself. Now look at me. You can't see a nigga. I'm what you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's how I feel about the Eagles. That's how I feel about the Eagles right now. Real talk, Cliff. That's real. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Hey, that got, that got tear in my eye. Oh, my yeah, goodness. About it out. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Giants, man. Let's move on to the Giants. Uh, where do we start with the Giants? Uh, Danny Nichols. I, Danny Danny Nichols. Let's start with Danny Nichols because honestly, like real talk, like I can't even fake. If they stay healthy, and Danny makes some sort of progress towards being a neutral quarterback, where he's just not fumbling the ball eighteen times a game and shit like that, and not throwing inexplicable turnovers and holding on to the ball. If he just becomes a average NFL quarterback and then everything else goes right for them, they're going to be right there with Dallas and us come week 18. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> Go ahead, Cliff. I'm going to let you get to Danny first. Oh, no, I would agree with that. Like, if Daniel Jones plays well, <laughs> of course. That's not absurd. Right. The, roster, the roster's solid. If Danny Jones plays well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They probably, I, I guarantee you, Gettleman's probably like looking <laughs> what happened with Josh Allen last year. He's probably like, man, Daniel could make that kind of leap. Right? Like, this is year three for him. It was year three for Allen last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The leap kind of came out of nowhere. People saw some signs in some place. I could see them thinking that it's possible. But that, is that nigga's possible? trash, man. <laughs> Just call every, that trash, though. The, every time I looked at the end of last year, when I started looking at, I was trying to like look, where, how did Alex Smith actually do this year? How Haskins do? And I would see them at the bottom of all these lists. Daniel Jones' name was right there with him. <laughs> In every category. It's right there with him. Outside of running, his name, outside of like the stats that were like about running efficiency and effectiveness, he was down there with them, with all of them. He's a pretty good runner. I give him that. He can run. He can move a little bit. If that man's name was Dante Jones, he would not <laughs> get rushing yards. You and I both know it. <laughs> you and I both know he'd be treated very differently in the pocket. 
Look how they be treating Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is probably a better, is probably nearly as good an athlete as Tyrod. They don't be treating Daniel Jones like he Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> sure don't. They sure don't. This nigga went 80 yards untouched it's... on his own read. Nigga tripped over his own two feet, though. <laughs> Dog, you saw Giants fans talking about, oh, well, it's hard to run. 80 yards like that. I'm like, you do hear yourself. You hear yourself when you be saying this shit. It's tough to run. These are the best athletes in the world. It's tough to run 80 yards like that without without just tripping over your two damn feet. This nigga tripped over the grassy shit. Fuck out of here. I'm Yo. gonna keep it. I'm with you though. Um if he happens to, you know, have a decent season, obviously I feel like the Giants are they're potentially set up to truly. They could win this division, man. Like <laughs> they picked up Galladay, like we mentioned earlier. They added mm-hmm. Tony. I don't know how to go, how all that's going to work because that's a lot of miles to feed at the wide receiver. He's not going to OTAs, by the way. Who didn't go? Tony. Co- Tony. He, not there. he didn't go because he was waiting for his contract. Uh, and I remember they was talking to uh, Jordan Ronan. He's on with time, and he was like, "I've never, ever in my life heard about a rookie just opting out of, of minicamp because he's waiting on his contract. That's, that's a bad all. sign. You need to keep in mind." That Kadarius Tony is a rapper. And he's a gator. And he's, I was about to say, and he's a gator. Cliff, you buried the lead. Yeah, Cliff, that's your that's your fault. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying he is not, he is the kind of player I have seen who was good in college, who I like coming out, who ends up not doing well in the league. Like we he's like a little old. He, like, he's not, like, 20, 21 coming into the league. He's got, like, off-the-field shit he's got going on. You've seen that happen with this type of player. I'm not so saying it's going to happen with him. He's like but the player he, they signed, John Ross. But, you don't know John him? Ross even really good? He was as fast as shit in college. Yes. No doubt. Right? Like, Tony was, Tony was cooking people. So no doubt. That's a, that's a red flag already. I gotta admit though, I'm actually liking what they're doing on defense. I can't lie. Um hey, on paper, they got one of the best secondaries in the league. Yeah, Paul. And I think we all might owe James Bradbury apology because that brother balled his ass off last year. And he's a damn good corner. Um yeah. Logan Logan Ryan has I mean, he's moved into the free safety position well. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Dory Jackson signing. I mean, I'm a fan of a Dory, but the way they paid that brother was like as if he's like a cornerback one. And I think he's somebody that we could potentially expose with our uh, skill set on the outside. But I'll leave that for another pot. Um, like Paul kind of mentioned earlier, I like the draft pick Aziz. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. A Julliari, a jewelry or something. Ojulari. Ojulari, the kid out of Georgia. He's a baller, yeah. man. Um, yeah. I mean, he's he's raw, super yeah. raw. But if he if he Put got a high ceiling pieces though. together, man. Like he's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. And they still got Blake Martinez, a linebacker. Hey, um, one of the most underrated linebackers in the league. I, I know that we we're gonna clown him and say that he probably just is stat padding and collecting tackles, but he actually can play a little bit. He, he he's a solid football player. You know, I gotta Stop. give a bit to my man Peppers. I mean, Peppers makes plays for that defense. We gotta be honest. The the former fullback hmm. playing Sam linebacker. Oh yeah. Dog, and to have him wearing 46, he even has a fullback's number. What the fuck? Y'all sure serious? does. Y'all, y'all gave him 46? Dog, 
I, I'm ashamed to say this. I wore 46 on JV. It is the bummiest number. <laughs> if you want somebody to know that they're a bum, give them 46. <laughs> what the fuck I got this 46 for? <laughs> oh, 46? You might as well give me double zero. What the fuck? Right. Our yeah. defense is better than yours. Yeah. All right. Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Um, all right. Best, best skill positions in the division. <laughs> but to keep it up, they got some talent on that back end, man. I know I was questioning Dory, but Logan Ryan, Jabril Peppers, and Xavier McKinney, Julian Love is safety. They got they got a couple ball players on that back end. And they got uh, Darnay Holmes. Darnay Holmes was supposed to be really good. And I know we I think, I think UCLA, right? Yes, yes. That defense is stout against the run, man. They I gotta give the Giants a little respect on the defensive side of football. They they tough. Our receiver, our best receiver, is better than your best receiver. Mm. Right, cool. that, Cliff. Right, Frankly, that. our tight end might be better. Our tight end's probably better than your tight end. I'm not gonna argue that either. So, I would take Logan over uh, Evan. Yeah, that that you can make an argument for that. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know for sure that I would take Logan over Kyle Rudolph, but why which not? Kyle Rudolph, we're we getting. Well, Kyle Rudolph, he's moving like a snail out there now. If that, anything, that's what I was gonna say. What Kyle Rudolph are we getting? Yeah, he's the old he, one. He's he, 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 the one. He, 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 yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cliff, I'm surprised yeah. you said that though. You taking you taking McLaurin over Galladay? As a yes, as a, as a, in terms of who I think has a higher ceiling mm. for next season, the McLaurin is not even scratched the surface yet for real. I feel you don't. I, I think don't. God. I think God is a good receiver. And I think damn he's right, really good. Led the league in touchdowns a couple years ago at the receiver position. But McCorn can do everything. No doubt. No doubt. One thing we didn't even mention, hmm. the Giants paid Leonard Williams really on, like, good faith that he would do what he did last season again, and he had it, never done that before. Big money. Yeah, how much did they give him? They gave him, like, $70 million, right? We got 18 a year. I forget the terms, but it's like 18 a year because I know John. Oh, they gave him 18 a year, man. Based mm -hmm. on th th before last season, it was very, very questionable whether he would get an extension. It was far from a slam dunk. He had a great season, an amazing season. Mm -hmm. But you are are really banking on him doing that again and again and again. He had never, ever done anything like that in his career. Wouldn't you feel nervous paying somebody like that? I would have tried to tag him again, but I guess it probably couldn't work it out. Most, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you on that. But, I mean, we got to give him credit. Leonard Williams looked like, I mean, he looked like the player they expected him to be um, when they picked him up. Like, <laughs> he was dominant. Yeah. He was. He was. Duplicated. I'm still I'm still laughing at they give him Ryan Anderson 46. I'm still laughing at that. Anderson fucking around get cut. No, they, they gave him a fullback's number. If I see him in a three-point stance for the sake of I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay all right all right let's let's move on let's move on to you know who's the, you know it is you know it is that that shit staying down <laughs> south yeah down just, Texas. yeah jera i forgot what pot i was listening to but they were talking about why it is that we have so many problems with the giants and they seem to like just get tore by everybody else and i don't know if i honestly, 
it, it, right, it was times. It was on Jordan Ronan. And mm-hmm. he was talking about how we think we could bully the Giants and they just won't let us because they're too tough up front. Is that what they, pretty much what he said? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's if there's much truth to that, but I mean, if I were to look up the stats, we don't run the ball well against the Giants. We haven't in a couple of years. So maybe there's some truth to that. And we haven't been able to stop the run, whether it's been Barkley or even when Gallman was back in the backfield. They always run the ball on us. For Nick, some reason, Gallman was slicing us last year. I yep. was like, yo. We never controlled a line of scrimmage versus the Giants. That's, I, it's, it's, it's just a fact. Saquon highlight tape versus us. Literally. Mm-hmm. Danny, Danny Nichols highlight tape is versus oh, us. Oh, yeah. Danny, yeah, his whole, yeah, his whole highlight tape. That shit is all versus us. Right. I'm Look, glad that we played him early, man, because we 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 need to play. I wish we played in week one, but I'm glad that's a good that's that week two Thursday night because we need to get this out of the way. Um, yeah, man. Listen, it, about their, now, their rival giving us saying they gave us the game week 17. Don't forget that. If that Philly gave us the game and they was bitching as if they were owed something like they wasn't six and ten or seven or nine, like they was eleven and five or some shit. Like fuck out of here. Oh, I never, you think that if you think they haven't remembered what the Giants were saying last year. Mm-hmm. And there has to be a, a level of a mental block in some of the players' heads down here. Just imagine this scenario. You get through week one. You beat the Chargers, right? You yep. have the Giants come to town four days later. When well, you were able to beat the Giants and start 2-0. and And in that those two games, you were able to beat the team that you couldn't beat last year or haven't been able to beat in a couple of years. The, the, the confidence of this team might be sky high after those two games alone. If things go right, yep. just, it's just having the Giants be the thing. If it were the Eagles or the Cowboys, I wouldn't be saying that because we beat them already. For the Giants, have we lost four straight, five straight versus them? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Damn near. We ain't lost. We we have not beat Danny Dimes, man. Huh? I don't think. No, we're on four against them for sure, and I think we lost to the Giants the second time we played them in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I think we're, we've lost the last five to, to the Giants. Terrible. I feel like the Rivera Riverboat's the type of coach that once you get past week one and when we get to the Giants, he's he's gonna let the team know, like, hey, uh, this team swept us last year. I don't give a shit that you won the division. Oh, this so team, oh, this team, team, this team had plenty to say after you. Man. Absolutely, Cliff. And you know he's gonna right. let them. Yep. I'm lunching. 2018, that, that game, the second game we lost, the Giants was a game when they scored 40 in the first half against us, the, the Mark Sanchez game. I'm yes, it's been five in a row, and they smoked us in a couple of those games. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, <laughs> we owe them, man. We owe them. I mean, that's gonna be that. I'm, I, I, like I said, I wish that was week one, but I'll, I'll take Thursday night because that's that's gonna be a hell of a football game. Who got better weapons, the Giants or us? So if I know you well, love, let me let me take that back. Okay. Who have, who got better wide receivers, Giants or us? Mm. Damn. You want to go you want to go one for one? Shots. <laughs> I knew you was gonna go there. I knew Cliff was gonna do it. I don't blame you though. Galladay, your yeah. man. Boy. It's, man, I mean, it's boy. not even just that. Like Slayton is a proven player. The thing about Diami is he's not proven. Yeah. But but the thing about Slayton to me, and I'm a big fan of Slayton, he kind of fades away. Like it might be a reason why they added all these weapons because maybe they're not feeling Slayton. Slayton should have been, he should have exploded on the field last year. He has like there were some games, games last year where he had like eleven catches, and there's some games where he had like one catch. And I know yeah. Yeah. he screwed me come fantasy playoff time. I was like, "Yo, yeah, it's because you've seen the passes. The quarterback <laughs> is throwing. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he's a downfield receiver. 
Definitely. You see the passes coming from the quarterback. Yeah, man. They, they got a nice little depth chart. They do. One, they got D- Slayton, Galladay, John Ross. We'll see if he makes the team. Tony, Shepard, and Dante Pet- Pettis. Mm-hmm. And they, they got <laughs> – I forgot about Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> I Calvin Benjamin. And they got my boy Darius uh, Davis Sills, I should say. They're trying Benjamin to tight end, right? Yeah. I mean, Orlads has him listed as a wide receiver, but I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight end. They got, they got uh, Kyle Rudolph in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Evan Ingram, Devontae yeah. Booker's there now. Mm. You ain't name no lineman, though. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Listen, that's... Andrew Thomas, top five pick, got play better. Yeah, man. We'll see. It, yeah. That's interesting to see Solder listed ahead of him on a depth chart. That's uh that's not gonna that's not gonna l- listen. I will say this right here, right now. If Nate Solder starts over Andrew Thomas, I'm stamping you with a bust already. All bucks, you're a bust. Yeah. You were the fourth pick in the draft. You're losing your spot to somebody who hasn't had a good season in like three or four seasons. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't know if he's even had like more than one good season in the NFL, Nate Solder. And then, got, and then got and then got paid. He was definitely good. Yeah, but how many really good seasons did Nate Solder have in New England? He had some really good seasons up there, man. I don't know, that man. That shit up there is you can't be buying that shit. That's from yeah, up there. Yeah, that's 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 completely you can't be buying that shit, dog. I just remember I remember being really surprised when the Giants paid him $64 million. And not just because that's a high number, which it is, but also I was like, this is your guy. This is who you nah, went with. I wasn't surprised. Solder was good. But it's always fool's gold up there, man. If All anything, right. they may need to be trying to solder out a right tackle and let Andrew Thomas play left tackle if Matt Pert's yeah. not ready. They need to ask him to opt out again. That's what they need to do. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's strange. I think Matt Pert might be the best of the three, like right now. He's Pert's probably solid. the best, the best be- tackle out of those three. Yeah. So who the yeah, who's yeah, the f- talking to Giants out? This, this is interesting. I, I hey. mean, I as much as I hate them, they actually they're formidable, man. I got to show da- Danny Sel- Shelton. They got BJ yeah. Hill. They got a little depth on defense too. That that defensive line looks okay. I mean, they keep sweeping us. I got. I mean, at some point, I got to give them a little respect because for some reason, we can't beat. I don't understand why we cannot beat Danny Danny Nichols. So until we actually get a W, I mean, we got to show them a little love. Right, but I think that goes to show how questionable Daniel Jones is going into twenty twenty one because on paper they're comparable to us on paper, except for quarterback. No, they're not. I think I disagree, Cliff. I think that oh, obviously, obviously they they're not as good up front Paul. offensively as we Paul. are. But you where get, are you games just won, Paul. Where are games what? won? Where, where are football games In won? Branches. I, that's what I was just going to say. But secondary, they're good. They're solid. You just said they had better receivers than us. Saquon Barkley is arguably a top three running back when healthy. Yes, their offensive line sucks, but that doesn't mean they can't run the ball against us because they do it all the time. Well, why are you the talking about this quarterback? They're not playing the 17 times. Unfortunately Facts. for them, yeah. Facts. <laughs> other teams don't seem to have a problem beating them. Like, well, I can't look at the Giants through the purview of them whooping our ass. They seem to have our number. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Danny, just... Danny, Danny Jones don't look like that unless he plays us. <laughs> but it's not even like he kills us, though. It's just like we do dumb shit, like that long-ass run, or we just do a turnover. We turn the ball over at the wrong time, or we just do something stupid. 
or coach goes for a two point conversion when we shouldn't. But that's another story. Um, Dude, we're talking about a whole overall football team. In the end, their offensive coordinator is Jason Garrett. That can't these copies can't be ignored. Yeah. So True. your offensive line is weak. Your defensive line, you got some, you got a couple of talented players, but you're thin on both of those sides. Yeah, definitely. So you're not really like in the end, we have more high impact players than you. Let me stop. Dog, what 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 uh what uh what a Gucci's uh DJ say we smoke we smoking on that <laughs> we smoking Pookie London <laughs> or some shit like that <laughs> we smoking that Dakota tonight. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. But uh, their defense. Yeah, move on to their defense. No bueno. Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory, yeah, he's he's our our blitz is gonna be beating the dog shit out of uh, Zeke Elliott <laughs> religiously. I not as tall as that ragdoll. Good to your point though earlier though about Pollard. If Dallas was smart, you would not try to overwork Zeke early on in the season. Like give Pollard. I don't understand why Pollard doesn't get more carries. Like Pollard can house shit. Like I'm a fan of this dude, and I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand why they don't utilize this guy more. Well, you know why. You Crazy. know why. Well, probably Jerry, but it's not even Jerry. This is the Cowboys, man. Yeah, it's about the stars. They didn't pay Zeke so that they could give carries to the other guy. Facts, facts. Hey, but keep doing what you're doing, man. I, the less power I see, the better, because he definitely right. is a more explosive back. Here's, that's like 1,300 touches. Yeah. And, and pass protecting. Yes. And, and, and I got we got to give him credit. Zeke is a hell of a pass protector. I know. Cole, yeah, not, not against Cole Holcomb or Matt yeah. Ironatis, but. You know, I had to point that out. They put him on his ass, but don't worry. I got it, Paul. He's signed through 2026. Oh, my God. Is there an out anywhere in that contract? They have an out after next year. Yeah. And they, and they <laughs> better take it. And huh? they had better take it. They're not going to do that. That's Jerry's son. Jerry don't get rid of his kids. <laughs> What's wrong with Zeke? He's only 26. Yeah. That's the wild part. 26, yeah. man. Yeah, but here's the thing, Corey. I feel hmm. you on that. And then we'll move on to the wide receivers. What's more likely hmm. to you that Zeke is still a productive back mm-hmm. in four years? After you done paid him, what's this? 30, 50 million dollars plus? Mm. Oh God, no, I'm sorry. I didn't count 22. So over the balance of his contract, the mm-hmm. balance of his contract, if he makes all of his money, he's gonna make like 70 million dollars mm. till the end of his deal. So what's more likely that he's still a good back at the end of his deal or still a good back even in three or four years? Or that these next two are is pretty much it for Zeke, and they're going to get out when they can. I, I would go with the latter, but Dallas usually doesn't make smart decisions like that. And also, and keep in mind that the end of Zeke's deal here, the, the potential out hmm. in two years, also coincides with when they have to make a decision on Tony Pollard. Mm. I think it depends on team success. True, because. Because if you think players, about, I, he, lo- he loves those. Guys. I mean, y'all know that. Y'all, y'all know right. how Jerry players that he takes early on, and his son Stephen Jones has had a problem with getting Jerry to move on from players when 
they should have moved on. But I mean, I hear you. Yeah, it's gonna be. But also, two years from now, what is, what situation is that team gonna be in? McCarthy might be gone for all we know. I can see that. Um, but now back to the roster. Look, the, the receivers are stacked. Stacked. Only thing is Gallup's in a contract here. He's out of yeah. there. Last year in Dallas. Yeah, but he he wants to eat, man. Right, like contract year. You don't want the ball. Mm-hmm. I have a take. I have a take. I think they're going to keep Galladay and let Lamb be the star, and they're going to get rid of Coop. You mean keep Gallup? You said Galladay. Oh, sorry. I was, my bad. Yeah, I think they're going to keep Gallup and let Lamb become the star of that group, and they're going to get rid of, of Coop and try to – make up another situation in the draft and maybe they'll let Cedric Wilson become the third receiver because receivers really ain't worth paying like that since they're so plentiful in the draft. There's no – and you're not going to let arguably the best third receiver in the NFL walk. I would just let Coop get out out of here because Coop's already making a lot of money. He's already a little bit older than the other two. Why not just let Coop walk or let it – or trade him or cut him or whatever you can do? What, what's Coop's contract looking like? I know he's just hating, but nine through twenty twenty-four. Them dead cap numbers, boy. Jesus. That's gonna be yeah, tough. Here's the deal though, Paul. They traded the first for Cooper. They sure did. Nobody told you stupid ass to do that, but okay. But, right, but <laughs> the, issue, the, the, is, the issue is not Cooper. The issue is you trade the first for Cooper. And then you took you used the first round pick on CD Lamb. Absolutely. Yeah. So According that means you've you, you drafted a wide receiver in the first round, essentially, two of the last three seasons. They have a potential out with, after this year with Coop. Cooper's not going anywhere, man. He, I don't think so either, Paul. He's he dead. Is a, he is a dead I, cap hit. He's a dead cap hit this year of $28 million. After that, it's $6 million, $4 million, $2 million. So they, yeah, they but, would have to eat some money if they were to cut him after next year, but it's not nearly as bad as it could have been, considering yeah, he has a five Paul, or hundred million dollar contract. Cap about the jump. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that about that man's going nowhere. He's twenty seven next this season. He's not Plus, going. Plus, they keep all those weapons around Dak. Yeah. Uh, okay. They're not going nowhere. They might okay, play. They might have play that Big Twelve football down yeah, there. Oh, that shit. <laughs> they want to air that shit out. Okay. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But definitely, you know, they got the they, got, they definitely have the best trio receivers in the league. I think we can all agree on that, right? They have. They probably have. That's trio on paper. On paper, mm. say Dax healthy. Hold on. They probably got the best, second best offense in the league. You said best trio receivers. I might have to go with Taylor. No. Ooh, but Dallas is obviously they'd probably be number two. They're a close second, though, right? It, it depends on what your flavor is. If you Michael Gallup or Antonio Brown, I think CD Lamb's about to have an amazing year. So yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of CD Lamb. Oh no, Tell Tampa me. gotta be. Tampa's definitely above Dallas on that. One. Evans got him. You think so? Oh yes. Oh yes. I I mean I don't like the way y'all saying it. Like it's just like a slam dunk. But Mike, okay, I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Mike I, Evans, I Mike Evans putting up Hall of Fame numbers. Well, AB is their third receiver. Right. Their yeah. third receiver. 
Antonio Brown. And he's no bum. (laughs) He's going to be their best receiver this year. Yes. You you know who else they got down there that I really, really like? We talked about a lot draft season. Mm -hmm. Jalen Darden. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. They just keep adding weapons down there, man. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Sure do. God damn it. They might be sick again. Is this the OJ Howard coming off coming back off injury? Damn. So they got so they got OJ Howard, Dude. they got Gronk, and they got Cameron Brakesill. Mm-hmm. They just loaded enough for Tommy. Terrific. Jesus. I forgot about OJ. Oh, the juice. Bro. I ain't talking about juice. <laughs> 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 the juice. You know who y'all didn't mention for Dallas's offense? Jeremy Sprinkle. It's like, nah, let me stop. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well, Riddle, that's Riddle. it, folks. Riddle, we'll see Riddle. you next week. <laughs> yeah. Nah, listen, man. Cowboys are, the Cowboys could possibly be the second best offense in the NFL. They could. They could. They have a lot of talent, man. But that their Even offense has never been the question. Even um, Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin. Blake Not Jarwin, him good season. One of Dak's yeah. favorite. Absolutely. So, offense yeah. is not the offense. Is no joke. The line is what it used to be, though. It, offensively, it's going to come down to is Tyron Smith going to make it through four games? Is Zach Martin going to stay healthy? And what are they going to get on the interior with Connor Williams and uh, Smith? I don't know too much about the center, but if anything, I think Deron Payne will eat up up the middle. Him, John, him, John Allen, Matt Ioannidis, they they kind of weak inside outside of Zach Martin. Yeah, all oh, the doctor done told Tyron Smith like three years in a row, you need a back a backyotomy to keep not listening. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but you I know, do I, know that the Bama, I, I don't butcher his last name, Tyler. Uh, the Bama from Wisconsin, the center. Yeah. He yeah. was supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. He kind of make it made it like I don't want to say okay for. What's the Bama's name to retire? Um, Travis Frederick. Travis yeah. Frederick. Obviously, he ain't no Travis Frederick, but he's a good possible uh, sliding player there. Somebody who could fill the, like that void for them and not have an, a total liability because they were shitty up the middle last year. They're going to need to make it through the year, man. They, he's the major. He's the key to their offense. Yeah, but you know, you know the thing. The thing I I think is interesting about this offseason is it's being treated like. Dak is going to be immediately Dak. Yeah, there's an assumption there that he'll just pick up where he left off. Right, there's been like no... He had a very serious injury. Mm -hmm. And like there's not really been... Remember the fucking... Remember uh, all in on week one? Mm -hmm. Robert Griffin? Yep. This This is the worst injury than Griffin had. Mm-hmm. Right, like this is a serious injury. So I think it's kind of weird that we're it's being treated like he's just gonna come, he's gonna slide right back in. And be just pissed. like the Dak before that injury. Yeah, because he, he was playing lights out before that injury. Mm-hmm. They just think they paid him that contract and they oh no health issues. He's good to go now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Dak is still Dak. Like he, there's a there's a player that we all doubted for a long time. We used to sit down in this basement and clown Dak. Oh, he's a bum. He's on. He ain't a bum no more. I'm not that saying that he's nice. he's a, a top top three or top Dak. five, but he's yeah. in the top ten and he's a damn good quarterback. Absolutely. So, so we can keep doubting him. I mean, he he might not be the same player he was because I think it's out of the eight is the worst unit in the, in the division. Absolutely. 
it, there's not even really a debate. They have Demarcus Lawrence and ten other guys that might not start anywhere else. And nah, I mean, don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, do they that. yeah, of course, Michael Parsons. Or let me, let me ask you this: Would anybody besides Demarcus Lawrence start here? Would Demarcus Lawrence start here? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Is he bare? Is whoa, he? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's settle down. <laughs> settle down. Okay. I'm settled. I'm settled. But if it were a three-way competition between Demarcus Lawrence, Chase Young, and Montez Sweat that you saw last year, who do you think would be the odd man out of that trio? I'm just saying. It'd be I'm Montez, saying. man. Demarcus Lawrence is a fucking dog. Kidding? But it, Cliff, what I will say is, Paul said based on last year, because Demarcus wasn't a dog last year. Don't get me wrong. That, Demarcus that, was you. a dog I'm a, last I'm year. I'm a fan of Demarcus Lawrence. Now, Demarcus's performance, that's because people were judging him solely off sacks. No doubt. Demarcus was good last year. He's a good player. The other guys sucked. I'd probably still take Montez. I ain't going to lie. I'm a Montez Sweat fan. You know that. I don't think you're going wrong. This is what I was saying. It's wild y'all saying that considering how much DeMarcus tortures us. <laughs> that man used to walk around Morgan Moses. Well, no problem. That's the Jets problem now. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I'm, I'm saying. Like, I, I know. I, 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 I feel you. I know what you're saying. Lawrence is a dangerous pass. <laughs> we'll get up. With, okay, with, but, with a track record. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's why I would put him over Sweat, like a track record. Yeah. Okay, no, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek. But I do mean it when I say that the other 10 wouldn't start just about anywhere else. Like, their defense line, Carlos Watkins, Tristan Hill, week five last year going into week one. But sooner or later, he's going to be back to 100%, and he's going to be balling again. So that's something we, we I'm not looking forward to seeing. Right. The only thing I would say first year back in the league, I mean, he's definitely going to start probably, but like even Randy Gregory, I mean, he last year was his first. I don't think that's a, a stretch to say that he's a question mark at best. Especially with all his all field trouble that he's had. No, no doubt. You can right. say, you can, you can say, right. I think right. With, you know, they've added a little bit more talent at that, at that second level. Corey, I hear the same with the linebackers. They did add Michael Parsons, obviously. They did um, bring in Jabril Cox. Jalen Smith is still there. Wearing he's, number he's, nine he's, now instead of number 55. Still the same old bum. They didn't pick up the fifth-year option on Leighton Vanderesh. I think that has more to do with injuries than anything at this point. Definitely. But that that experiment is coming to an end. They're bringing in Keanu Neal to play the, not the money backer sort of position there. I mean, yes, they're throwing – resources at the position but is it actually going to be better this Dak was a guy who never got injured mm-hmm. like before he used to never really get injured like is I he going to the times where he left games yeah, yeah. right after sure. that you know how that nfl shit is hmm. after that first major injury I, like guys will start getting injured more get a little hesitant scrambling out that pocket yeah it's true he he gonna be in that pocket and pocket and think he on spring break again. Oh wow! Boom. Wow! wow. <laughs> 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 Where that shit happened? That was what, wasn't that uh, Panama City or some Panama shit? City. Panama oh, yeah, City. Oh, three niggas from from Fort Myers said, "Where you from?" 
<laughs> Where you from, nigga? And this, and Put his ass in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Next year, I, I can't say for sure that it's going to be. I mean, shit, it can't get no worse, can it? That defense was Facts. Facts. Can't get no worse. Secondary. Secondary. Good Lord. Kelvin Joseph, Reggie Robinson the second, Donovan Wilson, Trayvon Diggs, Jordan Lewis. That's their starting five with a nickelback. That might be the worst unit in the NFC as far as, like, secondaries. NFC? Shit, it might be one of the worst in the league, to be honest with you, bro. That That yeah. is not good. Yeah. Not I'm interested good, in how the kid Kelvin Joseph plays. That's their draft pick that they had. Um, I don't know how they feel. I mean, before they were high on Anthony Brown, at cornerback, and now, obviously, with the draft pick of Kelvin Joseph, is he going to step in and play opposite Trevon, Trevon Diggs? Um, I feel that was we, a few years ago. I like Kelvin Joseph. I like him out of he was an LSU guy, right? Transferred to Kentucky. Yep. But everything yeah. well, I read about him <laughs> was that it was a major reach. I think they took him the third round or the second yeah. round. Took him major, right. major reach. Also, he, you know, he has good ball skills, but he's extremely grabby, man. Yeah. Extremely grabby. You're going to put him out there on the island with 17? All are on Washington to win this division. Here on July 14th, 2021. Are we still on that? I mean, I'll say that yes today, but obviously, you know, we're going to have our pod before week one and one day have our prediction of who's going to win it. But right now, today, I'd probably say, yeah, I, I would lean towards Washington. But I have a feeling. It's something about the Giants, man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not out here trying to be like Sheehan saying, "Oh my God, like Daniel Jones, is like take him to the next level." But I'm the team. I'm keeping my eye on is the Giants. I just think Dallas has too many questions on defense. I and Dan, I'm not a believer in Dan Quinn's, but I will say I'll, I'll lean towards us right now. With Giants is a close second. Yo, Kevin Sheehan being a lover of Daniel Jones is the most predictable shit of all time. That's crazy, man. And Sheehan used to be he, he loved some some. Mediocre ass quarterbacks. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> Would be killing me when he was like, "What the fuck is she talking about today?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, at this, yeah, take us to win the division. Why not, man? Why not? Why not? I mean, I'm excited to see what we look like, man. Don't mind. Real shit. Real shit. I mean, this is a, the best team we've had on paper in some time. Yep. We, they look like they're the real deal. But, I mean, we've been fooled before, but this it, this feels much, much different than in years past. Agreed. The fact that we also have a, a player that <laughs> is on the verge of <laughs> potentially becoming, you know, being mentioned as a defensive player of the year type shit. Like, we have, there's, we have a, a player that could – elevate this defense to a whole nother level he has dogs around him too so i mean obviously yeah. i know we all want to see the offense and fits and you know gibson we put points up but i i i can't wait to see the defense again because there's a whole other level they could get to man like right. yeah as a as a unit and adding jamin davis in the middle like there's another level this team can get to and i can't believe i forgot william jackson on the outside so yeah it, there's, I, there's also multiple guys who there's there's multiple young players who if they progress the way young players usually progress, the team mm -hmm. has an incredibly high ceiling. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and to that to that fact, there's 
we have the least amount of like uncertainty on our team as far as coaching staff, as far as players go. I mean, forget about Dan for one second and the shit going on in the front <laughs> office. I, I know that we can't really compartmentalize that, but we're going to have to for one second. Like this team seems very solid. They don't really seem to have a lot of shakiness when it comes to the roster. The coaching staff is solid, well coached. They seem to like each other. There's not a lot of locker room drama and bullshit like in years past. So, football. I mean, let's take More advantage, football. man. Let's take advantage, yep. man. You just got to get into dance, man. Ain't a team won a division two years in a row in this division since 2015. Can we be the first to do it in almost two decades? That's crazy to say, but it's a, it's a, it's a reality, man. It could happen. A rookie that was overdrafted that has a reputation for being extra grabby is not that's not going to bode well for you. He has that natural ability. I mean, he certainly has the, the, the makeup as, as a defensive end. That's something that would honestly scare me. Um, but also that means you're taking one of your best, your most athletic players off the, like from a, a, a place where he actually could be helpful on third downs and moving him somewhere where it is not his most natural fit, but we'll see. We won't see. We also got to keep in mind too. Um, I know we talking about the secondary, but with Micah Parsons, how is Dallas going to use him? Because they've been talking, obviously he's going to play linebacker. We know he's not coming off the field, but I did read a couple times earlier after they had drafted him, like, you know how we kind of used, um, you remember when Marvin, Marvin Lewis had LeVar Arrington, you know, hand yep. they were talking about possibly using Parsons as a rush in on third down situation. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they do that and maneuver around with back end defense. Yeah. Cause I Parsons, real, Parsons was, Parsons was an All-American defensive end in high school. They moved him to yep. linebacker at Penn State. You're going to send out the quarterback on third downs. That could that could work for you, but right. that's leaving you with what in the middle? Jalen Smith? Oh, Clayton more Jalen Smith on Keanu the field? Bet. Bet. Jalen Smith on the field more? I mean, Fitz going to be throwing that thing. We, we'll take those PIs all day, though, if you want to get grabby. It's a rookie. I can see I, I can see a scenario where they got Jabril Cox or Keanu Neal playing, you know, third down backer. And putting Parsons on the line. But who knows? I mean, you know, with them, especially with LVE, third down, he used to be a third down linebacker, but injuries, which is kind of why, like you mentioned earlier, Paul, they didn't pick up that option. Like, if he's yeah. healthy, he'll be on the field too. So, if anything, if they're all healthy, Jalen Smith probably bringing his ass off the field, if we're being honest. I mean, I think that's, that's a safe bet at this point. He is – I mean, I, I hate to see it, man, because I, I actually like that story when he came back from injury, but he's looking washed early. He, he's don't got it no more. He can't run. Still see McLaurin hawking his ass down the sideline. Hawked him from like 30 <laughs> yards away. It was like he was on the 30 and had 20 yards on 17, and he got still got caught. Like, where did they do that at? <laughs> oh. Yeah, this this defense really, really, really don't got much going for it. Like, Bradley, Anai, he's supposed to be a, a decent player. I think he's out of Baylor. I mean, I'm looking at their backups, man. Like, I don't even know some of these names. They, oh, yeah. they, uh, <clears throat> like they, their second string. Like if anybody gets hurt in their secondary, it's bombs away. Like real bombs away. Look, man. They, to me, their defense looks to me like it comes down to uh, Randy Gregory. Gregory played a light last year when he was yeah. up there, and they what's they let what's his name go? Alden, Alden Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. That's strange. 
So, like Tristan Hill, Watkins, I know they, they always hype up ne- uh, Neville Gallimore. Mm-hmm. We talked him up a lot last year. They did. Again, it's fucking Dan Quinn. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Look, we can only judge, I can only judge a coach on what their defense, what his teams have done. Right? Mm-hmm. We got the evidence on him, man. So it's going to be bombs away regardless, Paul. Because the Falcons were bombs away. So yeah. this is a weaker defense than the defenses he had. In, in 100%. I didn't realize they lost Tyrone Crawford. He retired. Yeah. Sure did. He was arguably their best defensive tackle. We've been, I mean, that boy, he was solid. Damn, I didn't know he retired. Retired at 31. That's interesting. Yeah. He's out. Definitely out. Yeah, man. They, they, are, they are super thin on defense, man. Like, there's no, there's no two ways about it. They have DeMarcus Lawrence, a rookie Mike Parsons, and a bunch of just major, major, major question marks. A bunch of guys that weren't even has-beens. A, like a lot of guys that had hype that just never turns around. I do still think Trayvon Diggs could be somebody, but outside of that, man, like I said, this is the worst unit of the eight in the division, and it might be the worst division in, I mean, defense in the league. I, it's a strong possibility we're talking about this defense in January being one of the worst in the NFL, maybe in like several years. Yeah. It could be like one of those defenses that we had in like 2016 where they were giving up like 90% on third downs. And you just can't stop a nosebleed. The words of D-Wade, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Coaching can only do so much. We're sitting there clowning Dan Quinn. Uh, yes, he's an upgrade defense a coordinator, but what are you planning on doing with, with this group of nobodies? Well, we got to be honest. Mike Nolan was running like a 1993 scheme. So, I mean, they have to, you would think they have to improve. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be top half of the league, but they should show some sort of improvement, right? They I mean, should, yeah, they should. They should. But, 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 and this is, you know, this is something I've been thinking about um, when I started doing fantasy fantasy prep, right? And this goes for our team, too. I feel like we've sort of ignored the COVID shit, right, and how it impacted the season for a lot of teams, Mm. especially teams with first-year coaches. Like, I'm interested to see what the impact is of that, right, because Mike Nolan was new, McCarthy was new. Mm -hmm. Same thing for us. Like, we had a new coach. Mm -hmm. Same thing for the Giants. So it's because the Cowboys defense played better as the season went on. That's like what they always point to. They're like, well, as the season went on, defense was better, blah, blah, blah. Was that because of COVID? Like, was the reason your defense started slow was because you had no offseason, really, with the new coach? That's the kind of shit I'm interested to see this coming season in, in the NFL. Right. That's a good point. Because even with us, we started slow. Yeah. Like, well, shit, yeah, no offseason. Yeah, even the players mentioned it, like having the ability to have OTAs in minicamp. Like they didn't have that last year. I mean, I remember seeing a quote from Gibson talking about like, man, I feel so comfortable because I'm actually getting a chance to practice with my team in the spring. Like that, that shit makes a difference. Right. Especially- so maybe, so maybe um, like even even their player, their players do not look particularly good. But it's possible we think they're worse than they are. Their DBs look very, very suspect. Though. 
Yes, absolutely. I can see a world where the front seven is a little better than we better. think. Mm-hmm. Of Parsons, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But that secondary is trash. Agreed. 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 All right. Well, that's the division. Um, let me sign off with this. I know we all have said, maybe privately, I'm not sure, that we... <laughs> it's going to happen. So, so we, It's going to happen. We put money up or what? What's up? I know, Cliff. Cliff, put that back. How about we got to do? <laughs> call that sports bet. Call, it, call Capital One. <laughs> call the sports book at National Park. <laughs> Everybody put a devil on it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Hey, right. say, less. say less. Now we gotta do Super Bowl too. Damn. Can't just be one. So All right. please, real quick before we sign off, look at the odds for the Washington win the Super Bowl. What is that right now? If you had to guess, what do you think? I'm looking it up right now. I'll say Washington plus what's plus seven hundred. Seven hundred? No. Too high or too low? That's way too low. Come on. The, the, the Bucks are six plus 600. Oh, hey. shit. No, my, my bad. Never mind. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Corey, you go first. <laughs> you know, I ain't good with this. I got to think about this one. Um, the Bucks the are Bucks, plus 600? Bucks are at plus. Yes, that's six to one. We're not. They're not going to have us up there like that. Uh, <laughs> damn, I thought they would be the heavy favorites. Plus 600 seemed like so long shot. That the six to one is a long shot, but they are they should be the heavy favorites. They're amazing. And they brought no, everybody back. The, the, no, Chiefs are best odds. What's the Chiefs odds, Cliff? Plus 475. Mm. We probably are like plus 1800 or some shit. Eight I'll say plus two, come on. I, I'll say plus 2500. For context, the Ravens are plus the Ravens are 15 to one. All right, plus so we we're not near them. Um Damn, we, I don't are, know. we are plus five thousand. Damn, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Falcons. The Falcons are also plus five thousand. Yo, okay, they've they been disrespectful as fuck now. Damn, yo. Damn. No, I'm not trying to show the Falcons, but damn, young the Falcons. I feel like the Falcons definitely are not on our level right now. But the Bears are forty-five to one. See, where the see, fuck is that? See, oh, now that they're, they're just that trolling. Was that was twenty-five to one. So let's do our division and Super Bowl. Yeah, we should put that in. No, we're not jinxing the people out there. We just, you know, taking a shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, all, all it takes is one time. That's all it takes. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Like Doc said, <laughs> just got to get in the dance. After that, anything happens, man. Anything is possible. First things first, though, winning that division. 